Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is September the 10th, 2022. Thank you for joining me. Social media and how we use it. Thank you for joining me. Good morning or good afternoon or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. Hope everybody, is, you know, so far is having a good weekend here across southern Ontario. It was just great weather out there, clear blue skies, nice and sunny, nice and warm. And of course, you know, it being September the 10th. It is still officially summertime until September the 21st when it becomes fall time. Now, Social media, or social media platforms, what we have have today, how it is being used, how's it being misused, and what happened to the time when there was no computers, no cell phones, no internet. People today is wondering, hmm, how did you even survive without that kind of stuff? Well, it's human nature on how we social. We walked to go talk to our neighbors. We walked out, walked out the door and walked across the street or went next door and knocked on the door. Or we were in the backyard. We were already talking over the fence. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Social media, how we use it, and the misuse. You know, I was just saying that, you know, people today, you know, in the little younger generations is that, you know, they're wondering how did, you know, my generation, my parents' generation, you know, it's like that. How did we do it without social media? Naturally, the natural way humans would connect. Like I said, if you wanted to talk to your neighbor, you had to talk to him, you know, over the fence in the backyard where you went and knocked on the door. 
if we want to go outside to play with our friends, we went out, we went out the door and we healed, healed, towed it down the street and knocked on the door. Or we picked up the telephone. Not your smartphone's telephone. The old-fashioned dial telephone. If you don't know what a dial telephone is, Google it. Didn't have answering machines. You waited till the day was done when, when everybody came home from work. And you called and you called your called everybody after supper. In today's world, with all the advanced technology that we have, cell phones are always changing. You know, you buy a cell phone today and it's obsolete tomorrow because they're already working on the next smartphone. The world of social media. Now it's just as simple as sending a text message. Or maybe you're connecting on, on, um, Facebook or whatever, whoever you use to, to connect with and, and, and socialize with. See, back before the internet and smartphones and, and, and uh, computers, Even back when I was growing up as, uh, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, my parents, there was schoolyard bullies. Now we have online bullying. It never stopped it. Bullying still goes on today. And how, what does it do? What does it do for us? As people. I mean, how much time, how much time do you spend on, on social media platforms? How long can you go without it? Do you always have to have your phone in your hand? Me personally, ladies and gentlemen, I can live with it and I can live without it. My, my phone, my smartphone would have my just friends 
as contacts, family member as contacts. I only got Facebook, you know, because, you know, I'd post an upcoming episode. You know, people, you know, they, they see the posting and they go, oh, yeah, I know. I know, Doug, you know, whether they come on my show, well, you know, that's up to that. I don't sit on Facebook and I don't, like, I don't um, post myself on, on Facebook. I don't, you know, share, um, you know, selfies. I don't even take selfies. You know, I don't, I don't do any of those things that a lot of people do on their, on their, on their phones, on their smartphones. And when it comes to the internet, you know, so I'm a podcaster and I think about, you know, what would I like to do for my, for my next show? You know, I don't spend countless hours looking up a topic. I think of a topic, I search it, and if I like the content that's there, fine. You know, I'll probably spend at the most looking at, at content 15 minutes. I've got other things to do during the day. Weekends are my free time to go out and do stuff. I work during the week. I don't sit on my phone at work. My phone is work because I'm a truck driver and we have uh, the electronic, the, the, uh, the electronic logs. That's how I do my work. Hi there. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. This is how business is done. So they send me my, my deliveries. They send me my pickups. And it, and it comes over the phone. Back in the day, you know, before phones for smartphones, they had what we had called in a truck was a call cloth. It was just a little computer, and you, and you, they would just send you off, send you off your 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 itinerary. Made any changes if necessary. But I don't on, on social media, you know. I just I if I'm gonna call somebody, you know, I don't even I don't even use Messenger. I'm going to pick up my phone. I'm going to make a phone call. And it's going to be short-lived. Is what are you doing? You want to do something? You want to go here? Yes or no? We agree. And that's it. Okay. I'll meet you there. Click. That's it. And now we're meeting face-to-face.
people post stuff online all the time, sharing their pictures, sharing their, their family gatherings. Maybe they got an, an award at work and they, and they post it. You know, they say here, social media has tons of benefits. I don't really think it does. What about the benefit you get out of actually socializing in person? That human connection. As it were, before the internet, before computers, before smartphones. One thing, like I talked about first before I, you know, when I was on the show, before you came on here. Bullying, even when I, when I was growing up, when I was a kid. The schoolyard bully. Even my parents, when they went to school. There was a schoolyard bully. Now, thanks to the internet computers, smartphones, cyberbullying takes over. Cyberbullying taking place on social media. It is aggressive attacks on someone with the intentions of hurting them. The word cyber tells us that it takes place on the internet, obviously, and including the social media. And on social media, there's an there is an a immense amount of cyberbullying taking place. These platforms are not made for that. It was another way to socialize. Twenty to forty percent of adolescents report have been, you know, report have been uh, victims of cyberbullying. And cyberbullying is not very different than bullying in real life. So the main difference is that it's taking place online and the effects, however, are reported to be quite similar. When including increased anxiety, depression, and low self-esteem just when you know just when kids <clears throat> thinking they they're just getting relief from being bullied now comes along cyberbullying and it becomes more rampant suicides come to mind 
that it just won't stop. It just becomes that so immense. It just won't stop. Social media addiction. Well, are you addicted to social media? Like I said earlier, before you came on my show, I mean, it's like, how long can you go without your cell phone? How long can you go without reading posts on social media. Can you put down your phone for a half hour without touching it? Even though you're getting notifications. Do you have that urge that you just have to go and pick it up? It's almost like it's a crying baby and it needs your attention. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I come from an era where none of this ever existed. I can live with it and I can live without it. And like I said, when I, when I'm looking for something to talk about, I don't spend very long looking for something. Fifteen minutes max. And like I said earlier, I like the content about a a certain topic. Then I'll use it. I've got better things to do than sit on the internet all day looking at stuff. What can I talk about tonight? What can I talk about tomorrow? What can I do here? What can I do with that? I've got things to do. I'm a socializer in person. I rather talk to my friends and family face to face than sitting back, sending back text messages or answering on messenger and you, and you sending me photos. I'll get to that stuff when I feel like it. You know, I can't, you know, I mean, the world today, even like the younger people today. I mean, if they, if, if they shut off the internet, shut off your cell phones, you would lose your freaking mind. People from my era, myself, we would adapt because that's how we grew up. Social media addiction, you know, we have become addicted to social media. 
which leads to unhealthy usage and excessive time of time consumption. Internet and social media addiction is quite similar to other addictions. And it has also been found that the consequences of it are often similar as well. You know, people um, have a social media addiction, a phenomenon that does exist, obviously, where people can get really irritated if they don't get access to social media. Just like I said, the younger generation today they would lose their mind if they didn't have access to social media. Now, when they talk about the content, the content is never deleted despite what you think. No content is ever deleted or erased completely. This means that it is crucial that you really think about what it is you are posting. Not only is content you share on social media, database stored for a long time, But if you have shared a post and then deleted it, there's also a risk that people have already seen it. And there's been plenty of examples the last couple of years who have been sharing inappropriate content on social media, which they have then regretted it afterwards and it's had its negative effect, which they couldn't foresee. Watch out what kind of selfies you post out there, ladies and gentlemen. Being sleep deprived? Another social media problem. You know, it's found that social media can lead to being sleep deprived, especially for teenagers. The countless hours kids spend on their on their social media accounts. They sleep with their phone right in front of their face. And like I said, you know, the fact that it's hard to put the phone down and abandon social media, you know, leads to being sleep deprived. 
and staring at a tablet or a smoke uh, in a smartphone screen before bed is terrible is, is terrible for your sleep now what about that um Companies and employees' uh, public reputation. The companies and the employers' public reputation. I mean, people out there. I mean, they, 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 they turn to social media to complain or share their own reflections about an event which happened at work. This is so negative in many aspects, but an important one, if you're a business owner and have employees or coworkers complaining on social media, because if they do, it can lead to a bad reputation for both you and your company. You know, they have, you know, normally these policy restrict, uh, Restrict employees to write or post things on social media, which can have a negative effect on the brand of the organization. So basically, you know, if you don't like something about the organization you work for, that's why it's so important is to Sit down and talk to your boss. See if there's things can, you know, change. Who knows, right? We do leave a digital footprint. Something that you need to realize on social media is that you are never actually unwatched. And with every single action you take, you leave traces after you. Your digital footprint is the traces of data you leave behind by using media and, in this case, social media. Now, if you haven't done anything wrong, I guess you got nothing to worry about, right? You're not out there slandering people. You're not out there slandering your company, your boss. You're not out there being a cyber bully. You're not out there being racist. I guess you got nothing to worry about. We even, you know, when you're looking for a job and you've, you've got, you've got, um, all your I's dotted, all your T's crossed, your resume looks awesome. And you drop off your resume. Thank you for taking the time to read your resume. They'll be in contact with you. Hopefully.
You're probably no stranger to the fact that more and more brands, HR departments and companies look at social media accounts and in and, and the presence of people before they hire them. Not like before, not like before, because we didn't have any of this. There was no social media. You know, your resume was actually handwritten. Unless you did get your hands on a typewriter. You know what a typewriter is, right? And you actually went to business and you actually filled out an application. So when they're, they check in social media accounts, I mean, they look you up so you find you on social media. This also includes looking at social media profiles of their current employees. Companies have found this tremendously helpful in a hiring process. But you also need to be aware of the social media problems that come with this. Because when you use this practice when hiring people, you need to make sure you don't unlawfully discriminate based on information available through candidates and employees and social media pages. Well, maybe, you know what, maybe let's think about how, how maybe, um, depending on the content that you've posted. They don't have to hire you. They don't even, they say, sorry, you call in, right? You call in a few days later. You ask me if you had a chance to look at your resume and stuff like that. They say, yes, we looked at your SOA, resume, but um, we have filled that that spot because we felt that this person had, had more experience. They don't have to tell you why you're not hiring. If they saw something that you posted on social media that was offensive, they're gonna put, they're gonna take your resume and they're gonna put it through the paper shredder. Now, <clears throat> fear of missing out. This is a real thing. They call it, <clears throat> excuse me, they call it FOMO, fear of missing out. We probably all felt this to a, to a smaller or greater extent. In fact, this is the reason why many people tend to come back to social media. I mean, if I went back on, if I opened up my Facebook and decided that I don't want this, being that I come from a, an era where none of this existed, I wouldn't miss it. But unfortunately, there's millions of people all over the rap, all over the world 
they'll have the fear of missing out. With all the content that's being shared every single day on social media, if you don't access it regularly, we might be missing out on something important. It's a real human psychology phenomenon, which all of us humans have. We just have it differently. We just have it differently. And the fear of missing out gets us gets us to do things so so that we don't miss out on anything or we're left behind. I mean, would this happen to you? You know, how long would it take for you to go back? If you deleted your accounts, how long can you go before that you have to get back out there to find out what's going on? I guess that'd be something that you just have to answer yourself. Could you actually leave your cell phone at home and, and go out and do your daily things? Now I have forgotten my phone and I was halfway to where I needed to go and, and I realized I didn't have my phone and I sure in the hell wasn't turning around to go get it. I went about my business. I knew my I knew where my phone was. And if someone called or sent me a text message or whatever the case may be, I guess what well, that would just have to wait. And how about the other problem with social media, cell phones, whatever the case may be, sexting. With the instant and easy communication of social media, the social media platform is one that has increased over the years. That includes Sexualized text communication, also known as sect sexting. It includes sending sexually explicit messages or suggestive images. And there's a lot of ways this can play out, but a danger as if you were sending it and then it is spread on social media and across the internet. 
And remember, once something is uploaded onto social media or the internet, it's almost impossible to get rid of it. You know, how about you go, you go to work, you got, I mean, you take your phone everywhere you go, right? That's what we do. Using social media during work. I mean, first of all, you're supposed to be working. Cell phones should not be permitted at your workstations. With social media addiction and the fear of missing out, frequent usage of social media comes as that result. People want to stay updated often. And in many cases, this might include using social media during work. You know, and as an employer too, they say it's quite, it's quite hard. It's a hard thing to deal with. with your social media uses, but using social media during work hours is also a risk of the user and it can be a huge time thief. All of a sudden you're spent an hour scrolling through your feed without having done anything productive that you're expected to do. So, Oh, you know what? You spent 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. 15 minutes four times out of the day is an hour. Should you be paid that hour? That hour that you could have actually been more, you could have been productive? Should have been doing your job to begin with. That's five hours a week. That's 20 hours a month. That you wasted the company's time. And that's just, that's just, you know, 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. People also have this thing going on too. They have an uh, uh, obsession with likes and comments. More people have started comparing themselves with others on social media. And this can lead 
to an over-obsession with likes and comments. We all use social media for different reasons. But some people are using it to to boost their self-esteem by sharing photos of themselves. Now, there's nothing really wrong with that. I mean, you know, you have to be fully clothed. But it can happen, right? But, But what can happen is that the likes and comments become almost like the only validation of their looks. People like that, I just tell you to get over yourself. It's not completely uncommon that people upload pictures and then refresh their notifications over and over in order to see if any new people have liked the post. And due to the uh, the, uh, obsession with likes and comments, for some people, it can certainly have mixed effects. If a post received lots of likes and comments, it boosts self-esteem and make them happy. But if it's the opposite, it can, in worst case, lead to depression. So they get the opposite effect of what they wanted. Right, and, and, and being, you know, multitasking and become unproductive, less than like same as texting at work. You know, multitasking. If you're a person who uses social media while doing other things, chances are, what do you, you know, what you're doing won't be done in the best possible way. It'd be really unproductive. Another really beauty here on social media, fake identities. And this on social media platforms, believe it or not, This is one of the most common ones. There are a number of problems that come with fake identities on social media. But one of the most uh, discussed is dating and chatting with strangers online, where people often have completely different appearances on their social media pictures compared to real life. Moreover, they might even have a completely different name. But a fake identity stretched so much further than that on social media. And this is why it's crucial that you know everything and, and everyone is far from who they are and what they are and what they are meant to resemble.
<clears throat> dating sites. I have never in my life used a dating site. I don't get many dates and I don't want a date. I have girlfriends or just friends and friends with their friends. I enjoy my, my time. I do. I've been married twice. I have a daughter and I have grandchildren. And why would people use fake identities anyways, especially in that situation? You know, are you planning on meeting somebody and you're using, you know, a picture that, I don't know, just doesn't. You know, you put a younger picture up of yourself. You know, you're 55 and you can only, you only found a picture when you were 30. The people use fake identities on social media for a number of reasons. And it's hard to say any common reason, any explanation all. However, is that creating fake identities incredibly easy on social media. And don't you find it time consuming? Chances are you've gone on social media only to find yourself having spent an hour just scrolling posts. There are billions of pieces of content on social media and billions of people to talk about. And so running out of things to do is seldom an issue. With social media addiction, people will spend an immense time on social media without even realizing it. Oh, shit. Where'd the time go? God, I wasted a half a day. Oh, I'll get to that in a minute. I'm still scrolling here. Scrolling through through all the content and all the comments and all the posting on Facebook and, and stuff like that. Oh, what did Mary say today? Oh, what's Jane doing over here? Oh, what's this? Oh, I want to comment on that. Right? A study. Now, this is back in 2017. Daily 
social media usage of global internet users amounted to 135 minutes per day, up from 126 daily minutes in the previous year. What about 2020 to 2022 during this pandemic. Everybody. Well, I mean, probably more and more, probably people who didn't even have social media accounts probably got and just started getting on social media's account because, <clears throat> well, we're all at home. What else do we have to do? Average daily time spent on on social YouTube, 40 minutes. Facebook, 36 minutes. Snapchat, 25 minutes. Instagram, 16 minutes. Twitter, 10 minutes. Now, that doesn't necessarily have to be the negative, but when you're on social media... You know, social media uses prevents you from doing other things that are more important. And it's important to review your current situation on social media. Time spent on social media in a lifetime. YouTube, one year, 16 months. Twitter, 18 days. Instagram, eight months. Snapchat, one year, two months. Facebook, two years, seven months. Equals five years, four months on social media. And what about face-to-face interactions? How, how much face-to-face interaction do you do? Or can you do? Could you go on, let's just, you know, could you go one hour without your phones and have face-to-face interactions for that one hour? That's five hours. Let's say just You know, that's seven hours a week. That's 28 hours a month. Some people say that we become more social with social media. And other people argue that while that may be true, in terms of the number of conversations we have per day, it eliminates real-life face-to-face interactions as we as humans was meant to do. 
I make a telephone call. I'm not a person to sit and have a conversation on the telephone. I call you because I want to go do something. I want to go out. I, I either, you know, it's it was a nice day today. You know, I want to go sit on a patio. Have a couple drinks. I want to go golfing. Or I want to go fishing. Or I want you to come with me, you know, because I have to go pick up some supplies and I need your hand and you're my friend. And, you know, I'll do the same thing for you. It's like messaging, messenger. You know, I'm not going to bother using it. Because I need to know something right away. I need to know if you're going to come with me and help me or you're going to come with me and we're going to go do something. I'm not going to send you off a message and, and wait for a reply because I don't know what you're doing. And generally when people hear a phone ring, they answer it. And then I'll have that 10 second conversation with you. Until we meet face to face. And another one too. You know, does does more social media friends mean more friends? You get friend requests all the time on Facebook. Do you just friend them because it's what people do? Just have more friends? Or they or some stranger just sent you, you know, a friend request and then, you know, they might be a friend of someone you know. And you go, Oh, they know so and so. Oh yeah, I'll just do that. I'll just accept. It's been widely debated whether more social media friends mean more friends. And that just because we have more social media friends doesn't mean that we gave a better social life. And how's your show, your social life? Is it just social media? And what's more important is that in order to build true, long-lasting and and memorable relationships, it demands real-life, face-to-face interactions in order to keep these relationships.
So is social media addictive? There's no news that's, that social media is addictive. Depends on the fear of missing out. Talked about that. But can also depend on the fact that you have a need for validation through likes and comments. There are several factors that that are at play here and the factors can vary from person to person. Makes us compare our lives. This is huge. This is a huge one among social media problems. Humans tend to compare themselves to other humans. We did, you know what? We did that without any of this. Without social media, internet, computers, and smartphones. But more importantly, we, we, we compare our lives with other people's lives. And if you look on social media, the majority of posts shared, there are posts that, that without actually saying it, says, my life is so amazing. My life is perfect. And so on. But the truth is that social media enables us to edit and tweak our images to only share the perfect moments of our lives. And this often leads us to believe that everyone else's lives are perfect. But while in reality, you only see a small glimpse of what their lives are really like. This is a huge problem that can cause a lot of depression and despair. Going, you know, resorting to social media just to see that other people are living their dream life, traveling the world and so on. And the vast majority of times we aren't positively affected by it, but instead we start comparing their lives with our own. And a common result of this for many is that they get unsatisfied with their own lives and maybe even feel like failures. I don't care what the Joneses do, ladies and gentlemen. I really don't care. I don't care what the 1% does. I don't care. And, and for people who, you know, maybe just have a moderate income, you know, your middle class, you saved up your money. And you went on a holiday. Maybe you went to Florida. Maybe you went to the Bahamas. Maybe you went to Cuba. Good for you. That doesn't befriend me. Believe me. But it does bother other people when they see this stuff. 
and they they they're you know that is just oh I can't do that what come I can't do this you know and and you know then over and over you see this all the time and they talk about you started getting depressed and despair this is what it does to people. Jealousy, well, jealousy is a comparison to two social media problems that are very much integrated to each other. Because while comparing yourself with people on social media might mean depression to some, it might lead to anger and jealousy to others. And in fact, you're probably can you probably seen numerous posts on social media which have sparked jealousy in you, whether it be someone who is on their dream vacation, like I said, or somebody who has bought their dream car. So, And that, ladies and gentlemen, is just a few of social media problems. And there's a vast amount of problems out there on social media platforms. And we see this more and more every day throughout this pandemic. And, you know, and the division that it's been causing, and even amongst in people's families, arguing over the vaccines. Arguing over, you know, all, all of the, all the mandates. Extremists using this platform to spread misinformation and disinformation. There is a lot of problems. Social media means just that social that's who we are as humans it was a meant it was meant to it was a meant it was meant for a, a place to share memories And to be sociable. But a lot of times we see out there. It's 
far cry from what it was meant to be. I don't have any other social accounts out there. I have Facebook and only Facebook. This is my way of being a podcaster. I guess, you know, being social with you. You come on here, I talk to you. I'll tell you what, you know, I want to talk about today. What a better way to, to maybe, you know, to share your thoughts to people around the world. And you probably already know about social media problems. But do we talk about them enough? Do you talk to your friends and family about it? Your co-workers about it? Be a big, a great, dis- great discussion. But maybe find time in our lives to maybe, you know, slowly each hour of the day use it less I mean since the cell phone use come out People can't even put down their phone while they're driving. They can't. Texting when they're driving down the road, texting when they're stopped at a red light. Perfect time for a lot of people to text is when they're stopped behind a train. Which is all illegal, by the way. But they just can't put it down. I don't know, like I said earlier before you come on my show, and thank you for the guests that are coming on my show. You know, I come from an era where none of this ever exists. This technology hasn't even come out yet. So I can live with it and I can live without it. I know a lot of people still have their home phones. You know what that is, right? They have a telephone that's plugged into the wall.
That's a good backup. You know, in just case something happens to your cell phone. Especially in case of emergencies. The cell phone goes on the blink. And mine actually did. My, my cell phone went on the blink. The screen went out. Phone was still powered up. I had no access to, to anything on my phone. So therefore I couldn't use it. I had to get the screen replaced. And it was a good thing that it was still under warranty. Because that's expensive. It would have been like $600. I would have been $600 out of pocket if it wasn't under warranty. So it's always a good idea to still have some sort of backup of communication, right? Because back in the day, there was still a telephone. Just in case of an emergency. Remember, so it's it's an electronic device. It's going to have its problems. But it's up to you. You you use your your, your electronic devices how you use them. You use your social media. You know, you think about how much you use it. And what we talked about, you know, all the way down to it prevents us to live here and now. It prevents us from spending quality time with each other. Social media glamorizes drug and alcohol use. Limiting thoughts, shorter attention spans. And there's a misconception that social media will solve your problems. Jealousy and so on. Social means human connection in person. That's what social means. But it's up to you how you use your personal stuff. It's up to you how often you use your social media platforms. You're the one who is in control of that. 
Or are you in control of it? Or are you just out of control that you just can't for one second imagine your life without social media? I can imagine my life without it because I grew up without it. So maybe we just need to slow down a little bit. The social media is going to be there. Maybe we just need to slow down on the usage, how much we use it, how much we we, uh, rely on it. You know, just for information. I mean, what's wrong of, of picking up the telephone and talk to your friends about things instead of seeing it on, on social media. The way it used to be, the way it, the way it was. It's really taken control of our lives. Use it for what it was really meant for. Use it wisely. And when you think it's really necessary. And like I said earlier, I have left the, I left my home and I forgot my phone. And I was halfway to where I was going. And there was no way I was going to turn around to come back just to get my phone. There was no way. I mean, back in the day, you know, we didn't pull the phone off the wall and put it in our car and drive around with it. If something was important, they'd call back. Oh, sorry, I missed your call. I was out. So I guess we just, you know, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, for, for what it is, you know, we all have a responsibility when it comes to social media and how we use it. And just remember, you know, your information, you know, if you delete it, it's not really gone.
careful on what you say and what you post. Because you're always being watched. So take care, ladies and gentlemen. Have yourself a great evening. And if it's already morning time for you, have a great day because it is only 10.20 p.m. here in Southern Ontario, Canada. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I will be out back out here with something else to talk about. And of course, if you have something to say, you're always more than welcome to use the call in. And all I ask from you is be respectful, not just to me, but to others who are also joined in on the show. We don't want to be rude and we don't want to offend anybody. So until tomorrow night at 9 p.m., take care. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Good night, everybody.